Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to a new episode of The Espot with Salty Vixen, where I talk about sex and relationships. And today's episode is about enjoying the female orgasm. That's right, my friends. And let's start. The women's capacity for orgasm is amazing. They can come over and over again and still be ready for more. This capacity seems almost limitless. They can experience clitoral orgasms, G-spot orgasms, vaginal orgasms, and more. Leather orgasms, etc. And not only one, but multiple kinds of these. You see, we've been blessed with the body part, the clitoris, whose only purpose is sexual pleasure. Hmm. This may all seem a bit unfair to men who only get to do maybe one or two times and then roll over. Although men can have multiple orgasms, I do have article on saltyvixenstories.com under better sex, and I do talk about that. All right, continuation. Why is it then that so many women are frustrated rather than satisfied? Why is it that for so many partners, the female orgasm remains an elusive dream, one in which she perhaps becomes... Resigned to sex that's pleasurable, but not truly satisfying, or even worse. You know, faking it to salvage her partner's ego. If it's really bad, perhaps she fakes the orgasm just to get the sexual ordeal over with. You know, just like watching something on RedTube or Pornhub. You know most of those orgasms are fake, right? Because they take so many takes. Oh, I just I just ruined it for you, didn't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyways, he sadly wonders, what's wrong with me? Why can't I make her come despite fingers and aching tongue? His sexual esteem is wounded, and he secretly feels less of a man believing he has failed her. The first step on the path to freeing a woman's orgasm is for both men and women to understand that men do not give women orgasms. That's right. Men don't. They help, but they don't. You see, us women, we allow ourselves to have orgasms. Despite popular belief, no matter how good of a lover you may be, unless your partner can give herself up to the pleasures of her body, she won't have the orgasms. It may be faked, but she won't have it. This realization alone can open the door open the door to women uh, becoming orgasmic. It takes the pleasure to perform off of men, and it frees women to take the responsibility of their own sexual fulfillment. You know, this is very important. If your woman is blaming you, and you may also blame be blaming yourself for her not having orgasms, it is quite possible, even likely, that you are both looking in the wrong place to solve the problem. Mind you, an unskilled, selfish, and or incessive partner or male lover can be a, a real problem, and at the very least, is certainly a del bore. And to say that a woman is responsible for her own sexual fulfillment does not mean you revert to a slam-bam, thank-you-ma'am approach to sex and let her fend her for herself, which that does happen quite a lot in relationships, let's be honest. My ex was like that, and it was really irritating. After all, the more skilled and attentive a lover is, the more pleasure he, he himself receives, and although you can't give her an orgasm, you certainly can help her have one. Or even, you know, lots of them. So even though it's not entirely up to you, 
there was something you can help. The bigger barrier to orgasm for women is mental distraction. Thoughts that flow into her mind, catching in her head, and taking her away from what's really going on in her body. As soon as she starts to think, she is out of the moment and will lose a touch with her senses and pleasure. Some of these thoughts, these thoughts may trigger feelings of shame or guilt about experiencing sexual pleasure. For no matter how liberated our attitudes towards sex seem to have become, yet there exists the perception that good girls don't. Even today, women are divided into categories. You know what categories I'm talking about, right? Virgin or slut slash whore. Slut shaming. And I hate that so much. And we all do. I mean, unless you're, you know, in role play, that's a different story. But when it's seriously, they, oh, that person's easy. They're a slut. That's slut, that's slut shaming. I don't like that. Those who engage lustily in the delights of the body are somehow morally questionable. You can help your delectable partner move beyond these pleasure-stiffing attitudes by letting her know how much you respect, admire, and treasure her fully female sensual self. Tell her often, especially when you're making love, that it truly, truly turns you on to see her let loose the passionate side of nature. This is not always easy for men to do. They have internalized the unconscious conditioning that leads them to accept the rather you know, small belief that women can't be good and pure and also be fantastic lovers. If they believe this, they are placing themselves in a very unfortunate situation. This belief system inevitably leads to the man selecting one woman for a partner, spouse and mother, and a different partner for an affair or mistress. Adultery is about the only option left for a man who holds such a belief system. The resulting deceased of lying and lying force a separation between the couple and the relationship and soon enough, for example, in breaking up or perhaps, sadly, divorce. In this scenario, the man is at fault and the solution does lie with him. Only a change in his belief will solve this problem. And you know what? I know, I've known people, and I'm sure you all have, that, you know, that have done emotional affairs. They go on, you know, social media, Facebook, oh, hey, blast from the past. I'm bored. Here's a dick pic. And you're like, okay. Meanwhile, the guy has no idea that the woman's sending his dick pic to other women and giggling because it's, you know, it's offensive. Men don't send a dick pic unless a woman asks. I'm just, I'm serious. It's not okay. I had a man send me his boner picture one time and I messaged my friend like, oh my gosh, I got my blast on the past boner picture. What do I do? This is the weirdest thing ever because it was offensive. But how do you tell them? Dude, I did not appreciate it. I mean, yes, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But not in that situation. I wish he would have waited until I knew what the hell was going on. So it was not an ideal uh, situation. I'm very, you know, hurt by that person. But that person's a jerk anyways. And you should know that. All right, Continuation. Sexual abuse is a horror and curse that is unbelievably common in our society. Women that have been sexually abused often have greatly difficulty in allowing themselves to trust their lover, let go in a sensual moment, and surrender to sexual ecstasy. If your lady is having difficulty experiencing orgasm, if you are a reasonably skilled lover, 
and if you have communicated to her that you honestly wish her to fully awaken as a sexual partner, then the problem could become a psychological damage from her sexual abuse. Ask her about this with the greatest tenderness and caring that you are capable of. Be aware that many women actually blame themselves for their own sexual abuse. So this can be a touchiest of all subjects for discussion. If sexual abuse is an issue, it is advisable to encourage her to seek professional counseling or other form of help. I'm going to let you know, and I will carry on with this part. I was sexually assaulted many years ago. And some people would say, oh, get over, seek help. I did. And professional help did absolutely nothing for me. When I came back home from Europe, I reconnected with my middle school crush. Now, we were adults at this point. I mean, it was Thanksgiving, like 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm driving him home. That's a funny little story. And he starts to kiss me, a French kiss. We exchanged gum. I remember that. That was interesting. You know, he gave me his gum. That was lovely. And a French kiss, right? And then he wanted me to give him a, a BJ. Because he's known as a male gigolo. And I hate to say that, dude. But in my 20th through high school union, he went to a rival high school. He, he shagged a lot of women over the years. I did not want to be one of the women where he fucks and dumps. I'm sorry. But that was not okay. And so I killed the mood by asking, oh, how's your friend doing? How's such and such doing? He says, why do you care about that person? Because I knew what was going to happen. Women, we're smart, men. And so, anyways, fast forward, and I met my ex who was verbally abusive, and he was not into sex. Like, he turned on to porn instead of touching me or foreplay. So, it, it becomes repetitive. It's, there's been a study about it, but it has to become repetitive. And then Blast from the Past came back in the picture. High school crush. Could be asshole he is. I was enjoying the fun. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to get me away from the abuse. Like, I was psychologically, I would say, damaged at the time. But mental health was definitely in question. And after I realized that he was just fucking with my mind, I took a break from the internet world, paused, began writing erotica. And I saw, saw a therapist and she said, continue with the, the uh, writing because that was therapy. And you know what? It's allowed me to open up. And you know what I did a few weeks ago? For the first time this year, I opened up about my sexual assault. I wrote a poem about it, and it's titled 18 June 2004. And I, after I submitted it, I began to tr- truly feel free as a salty vixen. And it felt good. So sometimes you have to understand, seeking professional help is a good starting tool. But you have to find your niche, you know, what you're good at. Whether it's sports or working out or writing or, you know, music or whatever. And your partner and your friends need to support you. Because when you are abused, male or female, it doesn't matter. And I will probably go, I'll make another topic about this in a podcast. But when you are abused, your friends can't believe it's happened to you. They think you're lying. So it's mind-fucking your mind and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm making it up. When I confronted Blast in the past, and I said, what you do is disgusting, he looked at me, we said, we texted me, he says, you're the one who wanted this, you loved it, you enjoyed it, and I woke up that, you know, I said, woke up, that was the line that woke me up that very moment, I said, I did not enjoy this, you were turned on, you sent me your bone in picture, I'm sorry, and there's more things I'm not going to reveal, because I promise I never would, but you know, it's, it's I don't want to talk about it anymore, but I sat there, I said, I would have enjoyed it if you actually wanted me. You were using me. You made me a virtual plaything. And I'm sorry, enough is enough. 
I'm not letting the person sexually assault me in England, who's, you know, someone known. I'm in, I'm being cryptic on that. I'm never going to reveal who that was. I know I remember his name. My ex, middle school crush, was trying to use me just for a PJ, which, thank gosh, I said no. And you, fuck this. I am not doing this anymore. And I said, Salty Bixen is officially born. I'm going to enjoy riding me in a virtual plaything because it, it helped me get over this bullshit. So I just want to point that out. All right, carrying back on to what I was talking about. I'm sorry, I just kind of go on tangents. I apologize that you made this far. I apologize. So besides worrying about whether they're bad, if they really enjoy and want sex a lot, many women worry about enjoying sex the right way. They worry about how they look, how they smell, and how they taste. They worry about the cellulite in their upper thighs or that slight bulge of tummy fat may quiver unattractively. They worry about being clean down there, and they worry about how long it takes to reach climax, how much time their man has to spend stroking and licking and caressing to help them fly over the mountain. Mm. All these thoughts take them out of lovemaking. To help her stay in the pleasures of her body, tell her with the words and sounds that and looks that you adore her, that you love to devour her with your tongue. You could keep her touching, keep on touching her forever. It's a delight to give her pleasure and mean it because if you haven't learned how to enjoy pleasuring your partner, person you won't have one. Also, dirty talk is very useful. Women, we love it, by the way. Once she is able to relax into the joys of lovemaking, the focus on the exquisite sensations her bodies can feel, rather than listening to the demon distractors in her mind, can conjure up a woman's path to orgasm is much clearer. With particular loving skills of your own, you can assist her to break that path wide open. Most men enjoy having their genitals touch at any time, whether they're sexually aroused or not. This isn't usually the case with women. They think of the vagina as a potential opening, a magical door, that will happily open wide to receive you. But only after you've called ahead to ensure you're welcome. Be certain she's eager for your genital explorations by focusing loving attention on other parts of her body first. Lots of, you know, kissing, neck nuzzling, tender strokes on her back shoulders and arms and adoring caresses of her breasts oh nipple play is lovely here women we enjoy nipple play men do too by the way men love it well only after your sense you sense she's ready through signs like rapid breathing flesh skin hardened nipples mm, an enticing moan mm, that kind of thing you know should you move slowly and sensually and seductively down to her vagina once your hand or mouth is at her sweet honey pot, begin to explore it from the outside inward, outer lips, clitoris, inner lips, and vaginal canal. Generally, women reach orgasm as easily through clitoral stimulation. Mm, that's very true. The clitoris is extremely sensitive to touch of all kinds. That's why there's so many G-spot vibrators. And they're very lovely, by the way. A Salty Vixen's done review on saltyvixenstories.com, just so you know. Okay. Often the head of the clitoris is point, the pointed tip is too sensitive for much direct pressure. Men, listen up on that because it is hurtful and we're like, oh my gosh, stop. 
So focus your attention on the signs. Touch around the clitoris on the right of it at least until her level of excitement increases. The skin tissue of your fingers is not nearly as sensitive as the tissue around her clitoris. But the tissue of your mouth and tongue is almost perfect match in sensitivity. Unless you are more highly skilled in using your fingers, it is a much safer way to start using your mouth for oral simulation of the clitoris. Experiment with different pressures, strokes, and speeds. Ask her which ones she likes best. A great way to do this is to try two different touches. Then ask her if she likes A or B better. If she's willing, invite her to masturbate for you so you can learn exactly how she likes to be touched. Many women are shy to do this at first, but with some gentle encouragement. She may really show her Yahoo self, you know, her vagina, her wonton, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it does look like a wonton, doesn't it? It can be a great turn on for both of you. Many men are actually quite frightened by the female who is fully sexually awakened. They may doubt their own ability as a man to keep up or be able to perform adequately. They may fear that if she is too much women sexually formed that she may go elsewhere and find what she wants. It may help you to overcome this fear if you remember that you are not responsible for giving your lady sexual satisfaction. She must do that herself. But it is this fear is very strong. You may seek counseling to help deal with it, which this is a very common thing. It is. I mean, read about it. There's a lot of videos about it. I mean, there's so much to talk about. You know, partners don't like a strong woman, especially when it comes to sexually awakened. It's quite... It's weird because women, we hold the power. Our Yahoo, our clitoris, vagina, is the power. And men crave it. They want it. Isn't that true? So, when you do find a particular stroke or caress that is really driving her wild, keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Don't change anything about it. Don't go faster, slower, softer, harder, or switch direction. You know the old song, circle, circle, dot, dot. My ex would do that to me, and I'm like, the F are you doing, dude? That's not, it's weird. And they'd be laughing. You wonder why you could not reach orgasm, dude. Oi. Some people. So, keep doing exactly the same thing until she lets you know she wants to change either through the words or body movement. This holds true whether you're pleasuring her clitoris or vaginally with your fingers. Or your mouth keep going even if your hand or mouth get really tired it's a lovely idea to wait until she is aroused very aroused before entering her vagina either with your fingers or your cock generally if she's not wet she is definitely not ready remember that men we lube ourselves up naturally yes there is lube to help but natural lube is the best it's as simple as that if your lover doesn't have a lot of natural vaginal juices, even if when fully aroused, then be sure to have a good silicone or water-based lubricant. Nothing can be a quicker turnoff than a rough, dry skin rubbing on soft vaginal tissues. And trust me, women, you know how it is. And men, we've all been there. And you need to listen to us. A lot of men don't listen to women. It's true. Water-based silicone lubricant is better because oil can clog the sensitive vaginal tissues. Don't buy oil lubricant is very bad 
The most sensitive part of the women's vaginal canal is the first inch to two inches. It's here that most of the nerve endings are located. So when you first enter her, concentrate most of her attention, most of your attention there. The elusive G-spot can usually be found in this general area on the top of the vaginal wall, a couple of inches in. Imagine a glass line on the floor. If you reach your first two fingers into the glass at the top, i.e. toward the ceiling rather than the bottom towards the floor, you should find it. It is difficult to reach the G-spot through intercourse. And it really is. You know, when a lot of women, you know, we're getting tired of sex. We're like, oh my God, I'm not satisfied. You know, as women will say, oh my gosh, you found the G-spot. And man's like, oh my gosh, Eureka. Then the next partner they have, they're like, I know the G-spot through my cock. Doesn't happen. Just let you know. So you will find it much easier with your fingers than with your penis. Then there are some interesting dildos and vibrators with just the right shape to reach a G-spot. Move your index finger or your first two fingers in in a come-hither motion, as if you were asking someone from across the room to come over where you are. And gently stroke her. When you touch her G-spot, she may notice a more bumpy or raised area of the skin, but you may not. The best way to know if you found this highly intense love spot is by her reaction. Where you look is not quite as important as when you look, unless she is excited through and through, perhaps from a clitoral orgasm beforehand, it can be very difficult to find the G-spot. Stimulation of the G-spot can produce extraordinarily intense orgasms. As a woman is approaching a G-spot orgasm, she may feel she has to urinate. This may immediately cause her to tighten up to pull back from the edge of bliss. If she can stay relaxed and keep going through the have to pee sensation, it will pass and move on into deep waves of sexual delight. The woman should definitely urinate before intercourse begins so she can be more confident that the feeling she has urinate is a misleading feeling and can be safely ignored. For most women, it is difficult to reach climax through intercourse alone. This is because the sensitive clitoris isn't easily stimulated just by thrusting motions. The G-spot is difficult to reach, even with a fully erect penis. And because of the male partner goes over the edge into the ejaculatory orgasm before the woman has had enough action to bring her to her heights. If you touch her clitoris before and during intercourse, and if you pleasured her vaginally by touching the G-spot with your fingers, the chances are much better that she will have a deep vaginal orgasm while your penis is inside of her. Finally, learn the strokes to that turn her on. Tell her how fabulous it is that she's sensational and sexual. Let her know you that you adore her body and love to touch and kiss it for hours. Mm. Give a little dirty talk, okay? Have her forget about trying to make orgasms happen and focus instead on truly enjoying every moment of lovemaking. If you awaken your multi-orgasmic woman, you are going to love it. Until next episode, my lovelies, stay wet, stay horny, stay salty vixen.